Yoni, Keone G, whatever you want to call me. I appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode. Uh, you can tell by my eyes, man, I've been putting in the work. I'm tired, um, but I appreciate y'all, man, supporting, liking, sharing, comment, whatever y'all doing uh, to support the podcast. You didn't have to do it, but you did. I want to thank my last guest. Uh, we had Mr. Mike Espy on this thing. Uh, he's running for U.S. Senate again in uh, November, so y'all make sure y'all get out and vote. And... Uh, yeah, man. Let's uh, get them races out the White House. You mm-hmm. dig that? And um, just like last week, this week's interview is no different. Quality content, quality guests. And I'm proud to have this queen back in the building. She was part of my journey last year when I first started the podcast. Yeah. It was audio only. And uh, <laughs> I stepped it up a little bit. Now we're in video. And uh, she just released a debut album, which I'm excited about. And uh, she definitely has one. That thing is jamming straight through. That's right. And uh, we're going to find out more about it. And a little bit of background on it. Y'all already know who she is. She got the best voice in the city. (laughs) I said it. Oh, thank Uh, you. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the city. The queen, Miss Stephanie Leckett. What's going on, queen? Hey, how's everybody doing? How you doing, Keone? I'm doing well. How your day going? Busy, <laughs> mm-hmm. busy but, but good, busy but blessed, busy but great, busy but awesome. Seriously, it's like, release day. Yeah, that's how, that's how yes. it's supposed to be. It and, is, uh, and it's been exciting. <laughs> before we even get started, I want you to know how proud of you I am. Uh, Thank you. You know, I know it's been a long time coming for you. Yeah, uh, seems like it's finally here. Uh, yeah. So let me just uh, give my guests a little bit of background on you uh, before we get started. I know most of them remember you from my first episode. Um, yeah. But you've been singing in this game for how long? Oh, Lord. Um, in the game, I've been singing probably, I'd say, 15 years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And um, you sung back up for some of my favorite major artists. Name us by five of them. Five of them. Corey Henry, um, Mariah Carey, um, P. Diddy. <laughs> yeah, P. Diddy, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, Faith Evans, Michelle Williams of mm-hmm. Destiny Child. There it is. So uh, she's been around the block, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, her voice is the reason why. It definitely carries her a long way. Uh, Jackie Award, you won Best Female Vocalist last year. Am I correct? Yes. Last year, um, Best Female Vocalist, and the year before that, um, Mississippi Spotlight Vocalist. That is. The accolades are very <laughs> deserving. Thank you so much. Thank and you. You're welcome. excited about it. You're welcome. And uh, I definitely want to say that I can definitely hear the growth in the project. Oh, thank you so much. Thank so you. So let's jump right into it. The debut album, Life Versus Love which you released today. That's right. August 31st <laughs> on all streaming platforms. Y'all need to go get it, support it. Um, Please. The thing is, the joint is definitely jamming. I'm going to tell you some of my favorites uh, once we get into it. Um, 
But first, I just want to know how has the process been thus far? Just uh, oh. the, the journey of getting here and getting it out. Um, journey's been it's been amazing to be perfectly honest. Um, I've I started it. It's crazy. I started it in 2017 mm-hmm. um, with one song, and that song was actually contagious. Um, and we just kind of, it just grew from there. Like mm-hmm. literally every song I, I, I recorded in the studio and there's some songs that didn't, that didn't actually make the, the album, um, that'll be on the next one, but, um, goodness gracious, just picking the songs and even, even honestly from 2017 to, to now, um, it's just been a complete difference. I, and I know it's been a difference since I since I last was on the show because then it was chemistry that we were naming it. And right, um, right, right. I had to re I had to rethink and um really kind of um kind of go back and mm. think like, okay, what is chemistry does it really make sense? And and honestly, after just kind of sitting back and just kind of thinking about the whole project and what I wanted on there, what I didn't want on there, um, who I wanted on there and, you know, things like that. I just, I had to regroup kind of, mm-hmm. I had to regroup and um, just completely think about the project in a sense of what I wanted, which, it, which it was always that, but, what I truly wanted. Let me say it like that. Okay. What I truly wanted and what I wanted my fans and even p- future fans to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, the initial title, Chemistry. And yes. uh, so what brought about the name Life Versus Love? Um, chemistry was, when when I thought about, and even what I what I told you guys at the last time, it, it hasn't changed. The album is about um, relationships, the love mm-hmm. of relationships, the hate of relationships. But when I thought about it, that I thought, well, that doesn't have to do with the chemistry. It actually has to do with life in general and how you how 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 you um, deal with love in life. Mm-hmm. And so as I sat and I thought about it, I was like, life versus love. What like what of like that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. first thing I thought was that's dope and it actually talks about you know how you feel um um when you when you when you fall in love when you fall out of love when you first begin with the jitters mm-hmm. when you first get love and you know all those things so you know life is about love love is about life and Thanks. and i i literally said you know what let's name it life versus love and it was funny because when i was sitting there talking to my team about it they were like, you're changing the name. And I said, yeah. And when I told them the name, they said, wait, that's dope. I said, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. you get it. <laughs> you get it. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was definitely a change that I had to make. And I, I felt comfortable with making it. During that period of the name change, did you add or take away any tracks that you had on there? I, I did. I took away um, probably two or three tracks. I, I really did. I took away two or three tracks um, and I added one. <laughs> I added um, don't deserve. I okay. added don't deserve on there. Um, but everything else was, was supposed to be on there. So all those songs were definitely supposed to be on there. Um, but I did, like I said, I did take away a couple and I did add one. I added I'm glad, 
No, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, the don't deserve joint with yes. Sashmo. Yes. <laughs> that one left lit. That's a fire. I, thank uh, you. <laughs> I think that's single worthy. Uh it is actually the single that's coming out. I need to be a and R cool. I've been knowing that shit. <laughs> It is the single that is coming out. It is definitely the single that is coming out. Yep. Yes, so you got that's, it right. That's my favorite out the track. Um, how did that one come about? Um, Donald Love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donald Love. I, I can't say it enough. Um, Donald Love is a name and a producer that everyone needs to look up. Um, Donald Love produced probably, I'd say... 90% of my project. Mm-hmm. He really did with his with his um with his music. And um I told him I said, Well, I've taken two or three off. I need one that's real funky. I need one that's real, real funky. And he was like, Well, Stephanie, um, I don't know if I have something like that. I said, Listen, I'm I'm about to I'm about to make you right. open up all the way and venture into something else. I said, I need something with a real funky bass key. I need something that's just like out of the box. Something Janelle Monae meets Jill Scott meets D'Angelo. Like literally, this is what I'm telling him. I need uh, Jill meets Jill Scott meets D'Angelo meets Lucky Day. And he was like, really? I said, said, yes, sir. And so I sent him a couple references. He was like, okay, I think I could do it. And when he sent it to me, I literally was like, bro, with some horns, this is it. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is it. With some horns, this is it. And so um he's um it's crazy because I actually let him write it. I let him write it. I had sure. I had been um I think it's only a couple that like Rita wrote two, Tamara Tate wrote another one, and Donald co wrote one with me. And um I literally said to him, I said, I want you to write this whole song. And he said, are you sure? I said, yes, I'm definitely sure. Um, when he sent it to me, I literally said, bruh, this fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. This fire. Lying. This is right. fire. And he looked and he said, so when we recorded it, two days later, we recorded it. Um, by that Friday, uh, Jesse Funches, Kimball, I mean, Jesse Primer, I'm sorry, Kimball Funches and a guy named Kenneth Rogers, Kenneth Red Rogers. Um, I went through Yurik Studios to uh, record it. And the engineers were um, Yurik Primer and Essie Jones. And mm-hmm. they literally said, yeah, some horns got to go on here. So I kid you not, I sat there and watched these fellas put the horn line to this, to this track and just was in complete amazement because they didn't do it separately. They played it together mm-hmm. in the studio wow. at the same time to have that. And then it's another young man um, named Brandon, um, Brandon Butler. Mm-hmm. Brandon is from New Orleans and he plays sometimes for PJ Morton. And sometimes I know he's the musical director for PJ Morton's father, Paul, um, Paul Morton. Okay. Um, and so I asked him, I said, well, do you think you can put some keys to it? He listened to it, put some simple keys that made it just literally go over the top. And then Satch came in 
and and did his thing you know <laughs> he did his thing with playing the cello and i just was like yo like this 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 is this is beyond oh so beyond. that was live instrumentation yes wow very much so yeah very much so. Thing on that one. yeah thank you so much thank you like we we sat in the, i think we sat in that studio maybe three times in all within a two week period and said, this is it. And then Ron Carbo came in and mastered the whole thing. Mm. Ron is every, and, and I know everybody knows Ron is literally the genius around here when it comes to engineering. Like literally the man has a Grammy and an American bandstand award. Wow. <laughs> right Shout here, out to right everybody that put the trip. Oh yeah. Right here in Mississippi. Yep. So it, and 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 I think that's the one thing that I love about, about this this project is everything on here except for two people. Everyone on here except for two people, literally, right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, well, we need more. Yeah. Speaking of that, one of the people that you pulled out of Jackson, Mississippi, for another hit, uh, that chemistry joint that you had with Silas. I, yeah, that's dear Silas, baby. Listen, I called <laughs> Silas and I said, Silas. I, I really need you. And he he did not hesitate at all. Like, he literally came in and blew that thing away. Like, period. Like, after he finished, I was about scared to, to record my part. I was like, wait, I, I, right. I got to be, hold on, time out, this is silence. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know Silas, when I heard the you and lay it down like that. <laughs> When I heard the production start, I said, that's a Silas type track right there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, that's actually another track that Donald Love did. It's another track that Donald Love did. And um, when I I specifically picked who I wanted to be on each track because I felt like chemistry was a Silas track. I felt like you don't deserve was a sax track. Like literally. Um so that, you know, listening to them and knowing the, you know, just their artistry, I wanted to make right. sure that it's still in a line, you know, kind of went along with everything that they're doing. So uh, it, it, both of them turned out beautiful. <laughs> Look, both of them turned out beautiful. I love both of them. Yes, I love did. them all. I love what them would all. you say? Well, yeah, that's kind of, I know you do, but I want you to pick your top three. Oh, mercy. Somebody just had me do that. <laughs> <laughs> Your top, my top three. three. My top three, honestly, um, would be Don't Deserve, for sure. Soon As. I love Soon As. Yeah. I love Soon As. Um, and I love Chemistry. Yeah. I love all three of those. I do. I agree. I love all three of them. Um, do, I, do I love Contagious? Oh. I love Contagion. Of course. That goes without saying. Right. <laughs> but my those are my favorite three. Those are those are absolutely the three that I would say if I had to pick a favorite, mm -hmm. it'd be those three. Okay. <laughs> what's the so what what's the goal for this album? What does success look like? Or have you already um, done? Um I want I, my thing is a lot of times we as um, Mississippi and even as Jackson artists, we um, 
we keep it here and we don't go any further. Um, that is not what will happen with this project. Um, Mississippi needs to be heard, not just me, not just me. Mississippi needs to be heard. And um, Silas started that, and we have to continue it. We have to continue it. Sometimes um, we as artists here, or even locally anywhere, we'll, we, we get so comfortable with what we have going locally that we don't think outside of the box, of, out of our state. And we are pushing this album to go out of state. We're pushing this album not just out of state, not just out, just, you know, we want it to go all over nationwide. And the crazy, the thing is, it's already started. It has already started. Um, <laughs> Don't Deserve is being played in London every single day by about five different radio stations. Okay. Um, so that's, that's the exciting part. It actually started Friday. It started Friday. So, um, They've been hearing it since Friday, and they have been absolutely loving it. I can't tell you how many how many interviews I've done since then, um, how many times it's been on the radio in London. We even have one of the songs, um, Any Place, that's featuring Yurik Primer. Um, it's being played in Russia. Wow. So it's, it's amazing that, you know, before now, it... Um, before now, before it was released here in the U.S., they actually heard it in other places, um, and they're loving it. And 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 that's I can't tell you how exciting that is. This is my first album, like this is my first album, right. my first time being heard, my first time be, my music mm-hmm. being heard, and for it to be where it is, it's just like. Wow, I I can't I couldn't ask God to do any more. Like, <laughs> right. it's just been amazing. It really has. And it's I know been you, amazing. I know you like to perform. Um, mm-hmm. How has the pandemic affected that? That aspect of canceled everything. <laughs> yeah, it it canceled everything. Um, which most most musicians, most singers, um. We're all going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're all going through the same thing. We want to be out there. We do. We we all want to be out there doing what we love, um, doing what God has has given us to do. You know, mm-hmm. um, but we also understand that everyone needs to be safe. Right. We understand that everyone needs to be safe, and at the end of the day, you know, a lot of us have kids that we have to come back to. So being in, in a crowd of people right now in the midst of this pandemic is just not good, not only for us as artists, but even for our families, because, you know, you can very well bring something back home or bring the, the virus back home. And that's not something that, you know, anyone wants to do. No one wants to do. So um, is it hard? Yes, it has been hard because I have been like, you know me. And you know how I feel about the stage. So not having people like, you know, we're doing the virtual things, but it's just not, it's not the same as having people in front of you, hollering and screaming and singing along with you and everything else. Like virtually me being on stage saying, all right, let me hear you sing it. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's nothing but the, you know, nothing but the <laughs> playing behind you. You got to look like, oh, this is so weird. Right. <laughs> this is so weird. So the interaction with, you know, with your fans, because, you know, a, a lot of a lot of us sometimes kind of hesitate to say that we have fans, but we do. And, and it's mm-hmm. they have made it clear to all of us, like they've made it clear to all of us that they are missing the live music in Jackson. I, I just. I have no doubt in my mind that when it does open back up and that first that first concert happens or that first, you know, live performance, it's gonna be packed because people are missing live music. They miss mm-hmm. it. They they really do. I think, you know, I have one idea of possibly doing a, a um a situation where a stage was set up in a parking lot and people were in their cars just enjoying live music. But when you think about, even with thinking about that, people really, they want to get out their cars. They want to dance. They want to, mm-hmm. you know, so it still is not going to have the exact feel of right. having a live show. So I think all of us just, I know you see me kind of dazing off a little bit because just sitting here thinking about it, I miss it. I, miss I feel the same way moment. even with doing the podcast. It's just the energy that you get from another human. Right, like um, literally being you guys, and 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 you're right. You guys have come. Like I see you guys podcast now, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> somebody's sitting on the chair. Hold on, it's like they got a video. <laughs> <laughs> they got a whole yeah. video now. So like, it's 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 different. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's it extre- it's different when when you can actually. Um, feel with some like being in being in front of someone you can you can actually feel mm-hmm. what they're saying you know if it's real or if it's just like you know okay so right. everybody misses human contact period right. <laughs> i think everybody misses human contact period like this is fun but i know us being actually face to face would have been a completely <laughs> Yeah, I already know it. It's a completely different feel, like so. Yeah, you know, know it. yeah. If push came to shove, would you do a virtual tour? I would for the album. I would. I definitely would because here's the thing: we don't know when this is going to end, and I don't want people wanting to hear the music live and don't get an opportunity at all. You know, until months from now. So Fair. it is actually in the plans right now. Okay. It is in the plans right now. Um, we are we are definitely doing a lot virtual live release concert. So that mm. that information will be to everybody very soon. Um, I just I, I really want people to enjoy not just the studio version, but I need them to un- enjoy the live version as well. Facts. Key to the City podcast with the Queen Stephanie Lucky. Uh, what do you want people to get from this album when they listen? Me, mm. me. I can't. I can't say it enough. Like when I say every step of this project, I had my foot in. Um, there was not anything from the horns to the keys where it wasn't a thing where I said yes, I want this. No, I want. I don't want this. Let's let's take a portion of this out. Let's leave this portion in. There was 
always something, you know, I always have my say in it. And it's because, you know, and I don't mean to sound like this, but it is my project. And what I want to people to hear is me and what I love in music. So I wanted, um, I really want people to, to feel, to completely feel um, the enjoyment that I had in making it. The journey that I had. And the journey that I enjoyed uh, was making this album. Like, every song, I need you to be able to feel what I'm saying. And, 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 and that was the main thing in this project is, number one, feeling who I am as an artist, hearing me as an artist, and also something different. Like, something different. I wanted this album to be, um, I wanted it to have, um, so many different things, and I think that's another reason why. Like I did, of course, use Donna Love, but I also used Donovan Scott. I also mm-hmm. used um, uh, uh, my brother Tobias Jean. Um, it was a lot of people who actually produced tracks, and I wanted to use a lot of different artists. It, you know, chemistry is a, is almost like a pop song. You know. But yes. then you get to Contagious, and Contagious is, is a neo-soul song. It almost, you know, puts you in the mind of tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Don't Deserve, which puts you in the mind of D'Angelo and, and, and Jasmine Sullivan. Like, I wanted people to Thanks. know, listen, I'm not just a Southern soul singer. I'm not just a soul singer. I'm not just a neo-soul singer. Whatever you put in front of me, I can sing. And I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you a hundred thousand percent in, in everything that, that I put forth. And I think that comes from work ethic, even as singing as a background singer, um, that work ethic, people don't understand singing, singing as a background singer, you know, some people just think, Oh, it's just a background. No, it's work. No, it is work. It is, it's work. And I put in 15 years worth of work. 15 years worth of work um so you know i know i know somebody may think well she just came out the blue no i've been working for a long time i've been Mm -hmm. working for a long time and i've been working for with a lot of different artists and for a lot of different artists um rather it's singing on their (laughs) singing background on their tracks or you know helping come up with the hook or singing background live I, i i don't think it's an artist in jackson mississippi that i have not sang background for to be perfectly honest. Damn. I don't I don't think it's not a artist in Jackson, Mississippi that I, from Keisha Pratt to Larry Johnson, that's where I started. Alicia mm-hmm. Roberts, um, Terrell Moses. I've sang for Mike Robb. I've sang background for so many different artists here in Jackson. And each one of them pushed me. Mm. Each one of them pushed me. Each one of them, I think Mike Robb was the first person to say to me, you don't belong behind nobody. And and I, I literally looked at him and, you know, I, I always used to just, when he would say that, I would look and be like, Mike, be quiet. <laughs> Mike, be quiet. Leave me alone. Because <laughs> I, was, I was satisfied doing background. Like, I literally was content in doing background. No. Um, um, but they pushed me. They, he pushed me, Justin Carter pushed me, Calvin Richardson pushed me, they all pushed me and basically was like, you know, no. 
not at all. This is this is not what you're gonna do. You're gonna step up and you're gonna do lead. And it took Alicia, it took Lily Elisha Roberts to trick me into doing. <laughs> I thought she was choking on stage, and she handed me the phone. The the, I said, uh, the phone, Lord Jesus. She handed me the microphone, and wow. I looked like. So I'm sitting around just looking like, what am I supposed to do? And then I looked and said, oh, Lord, I'm going to have to sing for it. Okay, let me just, let me, <laughs> let me, let me gather up my nerves and go ahead and do it. And when I did it, I think everybody in the room was like, who the, is that? <laughs> As they should be. Yeah. So, you know, um, and even singing with um, Keanu Star. Keanu was another one who, who pushed me and who allowed me. You know, to just be me when it came to when it when it you know was to sing background for her. So I I I can't thank Jackson artist enough for just pushing me and saying no, ma'am. Facts. You're you're not going to do that. You're you're getting ready to sing and you're getting ready to step forward. So um, I can't do nothing but appreciate them and appreciate also a pastor um, um, who told me she actually. Um, <laughs> she actually told me I was still singing background. I was singing background at a church. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, woman of God, come here. And I came to the front. And at first I was sitting there looking like, um, what is going on? And um, she literally said to me that um, God was getting ready to elevate me. Um, and that I would not be singing in the background anymore. That I would be singing that the lights were going to be on me. And of course it scared me. <laughs> right. It scared me because I was just like, that's not what I, that's, I'm not trying to do that right now. Um, but the next week, the very next week, I was literally singing, singing lead and had my own band and everything. So everything that she said came, came true. Hmm. Yeah. I'm thankful for everybody that pushed you and everybody huh? that told you that. <laughs> We sure enough need you out here. Thank you so much. I Not singing in the background. Look, no singing in the background. Like it's it's funny because um, people are scared to ask me to sing background. Even some of my friends are scared to ask mm -hmm. me to sing background, and I'm just like, no. Like I love y'all. If if y'all need me, regardless of where I am, and it, you know, I don't mind it. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't mind singing background for my friends when they need me. Like at the end of the day, if you need me, I'm there. Period. What you need me to sing? Alto, tenor, soprano. Right. I got you. <laughs> I got you covered. That's all they you need know? to know. Yeah. That's know. it. Like you know, we we've got to help each other out. Facts. We've got to help each other out, and we've got to love on each other. Because if we don't have each other, who else do we have? You know what I'm saying? You're right about that. So, you know. And I definitely appreciate you. I love you. I, I support everything you you're doing. Uh, Thank you. I know you're not going to do it, but don't let nobody stop you. And uh, continue to Can't. be great. Continue Look. to show this black woman magic. Yes, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. That's it. And you know, if you need anything from Key to the City, I'm a phone call away. I already know, baby. I mm -hmm. appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate. Look, y'all gave me my first interview. 
appreciate Oh, I know. I've been telling everybody that from jump. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I was first in the first interview. You know. first. Yes. <laughs> yeah. First love, first everything. I appreciate y'all. Hey, I'm going to see you at the top. You did that? Ah, come on. That's it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Key to the City Podcast, we had the Queen Stephanie Luckett in the building. Y'all go support us, stream that album, download it, purchase our platforms. It's jamming, show enough, it's definitely a vibe. And, uh, hey, man, we got a supporter out here doing a thing. And uh, it's worth it. I'm not just telling you. She actually yes. got the gift. And, uh, you know, I want to see it accept Thank to, you, you know, Unlimited heights, and uh, you definitely great on your way, Queen. Great listening. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I can't wait till we can get an in-person interview. And uh, come on, that's a, what I'm ready for. An in-person show, but uh, we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> Believe that. I miss you, Look, and I see this you soon. Thing is over. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right, Queen. You take care. You here? You do the same. Key to the city podcast. We out. I will. All right, peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.